One, two, three. Hello, <laughs> uh, you're listening to the Odd Sisters podcast. I am Marcy. I am Allison. I am Julia. <laughs> <laughs> I, we should do something like whimsical for Allison's episode. No. Like a do 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 do. You know. <laughs> there you go. I need an ocarina. Yeah. I don't know. That was like the I've opened a chest noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Anyway, what are we talking or if about? If it's today, Twilight Austin? Princess, you just need a really long blade of grass. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get to play in that one. I was like, what a downgrade. Like when you're a kid, you do the like thing yeah. with your thumbs. Yeah, that's exactly Ooh. it. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of ordering an ocarina. And then I was like, mm. I don't know. That's a whole level of nerd. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uninvited. Are you back? You're muted though. That's what you get for talking about ocarinas, you nerd. <laughs> Marcy was Marcy was what muted. <laughs> it it didn't like your ocarina talk. No. <laughs> I'm a big fan. You asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that was great okay well hopefully that doesn't happen again let's do this okay uh kinder kinder und hausmarchen my german is children, horrible children and hausmarchen marchen marchen uh, stories yep in english <laughs> children's and household tales Ah. Uh, was written by the Grimm brothers and first published on December 20th, 1812. It contained wow. 86 stories intended for children and households. Yes, <laughs> and m- marching. No, wait, house. House. <laughs> house marching. House. Uh, it was quickly followed by a second volume of 70 stories, which came out in 1815. Mm. Um, the original volumes were criticized for not being suitable for children, despite being called children's tales. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they really aren't, are they? No. Uh, but scary. fortunately, by the seventh edition, which was published in 1857, uh, the Grimm brothers had sorted all, out all the inappropriate themes, and all the stories were totally children-friendly. So this was mm. the right, right, seventh right. edition was two volumes, which contained 211 stories. Wow. Of totally That's not creepy, stories. 100% for children <laughs> stories, such as mm-hmm. this really great story. This one's my, like, I think um, one of my favorite, favorite ones, <laughs> which is have you read it's, a lot uh, of them. I've I don't read a I lot have. of them. Yeah. Yeah. I have a Grimm's fairy tale thing. Yeah. Oh. Like, like an old, like 1800s one. Mm. I'm always surprised by like what ones they have written, you know? Like, you know the stories, but you don't necessarily know that it's them. <laughs> like when you're listening to a song that you always used to hear on the radio, but now it comes up on Spotify and you're like, that's that band? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that was them. I had I had that the other day. You know, like the that song. I think it's called ba- Barbara Ann. Yeah, you know, like everybody bop, knows bop, that song. Bop, 
Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, this song is so great. Like, it's just like such a happy song. And I was like, who sings it? Who sings the song? Beach Boys. Yeah. It's the Beach Boys. But I literally never knew that. And as soon as I looked at it, I was like, that makes complete sense. Like, obviously it is. But I'd never actually obviously. like registered that information. Huh. So same deal. Beach Boys. Grim, there you go. Same thing. That's what mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very same Great energy. Tips. Well, I think it it like similar to what you're saying, there is this like realm of like folklore and children's stories and some of it's gr- the brothers grim and then some of it is not, but people might associate it with them or mm. like I wonder if there's people that think like maybe the little mermaid is like a grim fairy tale. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's really not. But <laughs> <laughs> Marcy is the opposite of hardcore Henry right now. <laughs> We're just like following her around. Sorry, I get, that was really distracting. I right. have to go get my chapstick. I'm really oh, okay. dying. I'm sorry. So it's okay. the, we're just going to do a couple, a couple grim stories just to, you know, illustrate how awesomely children, child friendly they yeah. are. Uh, the first one is Hans, my hedgehog. Oh, a Hans. Hans. Uh, Once upon a time, there was a peasant who had money and land, but as rich as he was, there was still something missing from his happiness. He had no children with his wife. Often when he went... He was a peasant, but he owned land and had money? Yeah, I guess he's a farmer. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Just as like the definition of a peasant is not what you you don't have. Money and a place to live. No, they well, maybe they'll have a place to live, to live but ma- the money was the red flag. <laughs> maybe he's just comfortable. He's like yeah. comfortably wealthy. He's not poor. He's just a peasant. Mm. Okay. He's not nobility, but mm. he good, you know. Often when he went to the city with the other peasants, they would mock him and ask him why he had no children. <laughs> wow. 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 How does that even start? <laughs> what's up <laughs> your oh, wife have a kid yet no <laughs> oh it's no kid here it comes wow what a loser who's gonna inherit those lands <laughs> yeah <laughs> he finally became angry and when he returned home he said i will have a child even if it is a hedgehog then his wife That's had a, a baby that's definitely one of those things where it's like, watch what you say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the top half was a hedgehog and the bottom half a boy. And when she mm-hmm. saw the baby, she was horrified and said, now, right. now see what you have wished upon us. God. <laughs> wow. It's like that really awful time where like um, women would, or like not just women, but people would blame like scare, like scary things or like people, if like there was a woman who's seen somebody with a deformity and then had like not a very healthy baby, they'd be like, it's because I saw that freak three days ago, you know, like <laughs> they would like blame them. Superstition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like, it's cause she was scared once. It's like, mm, probably not. <laughs> like, Let's be real. <laughs> you're like, it's probably cause he marries your cousin. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't know what it is. <laughs> What could have happened? 
Uh, the man said, it cannot be helped. The boy must be baptized, but we cannot ask anyone to be his godfather. You know, just baptize him from the waist down. <laughs> <laughs> Dip. Like a reverse Achilles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but and the top part would still be strong because he has all those like quills and yeah, stuff, right? <laughs> he's so he's like better than okay. Achilles. Uh, and the woman said, and the only name we can give him is Hans my Hedgehog. I don't know if that's true. Only. Yeah. It's strictly like even coming from an alliteration standpoint, we've got Henry Hedgehog. (laughs) We've got Harvey Hedgehog. We've got. um, A German though. Okay. Heimlich Hedgehog. (laughs) (laughs) Himmler Hedgehog. Oh yeah. There we go. Hans my Hedgehog. Just saying. We'll make his name into a, a sentence. (laughs) <laughs> yeah when he was it's baptized the Hans part it's the my hedgehog part that's he's yeah, kind of cruel although i guess it doesn't sound as good to say the only name we can give him is hans you're like why why who <laughs> <laughs> weirdo yeah that's true uh when he was baptized the pastor said uh because of his quills he cannot be given an ordinary bed okay that's just good advice you get from a pastor. Uh, so he can't they put just him... sleep on the stomach. <laughs> Babies or... can't sleep on their stomach. I don't think. Well, I don't think they're supposed to. I could I be mean, totally wrong. They're also but... not supposed to be half. half <laughs> <shock>. <laughs> I feel like we could bend the yeah. rules a little bit. <laughs> We've got a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they put him on a little straw behind the stove and laid him in it, okay. and he could not drink from his mother. For he would have struck her with his quills. He lay there behind the stove for eight years, and his father grew tired of him and thought, if only he would die. But he did not die. He just lay there. Oh my I gosh. Mean, just put him out. <laughs> put him outside. Put him out. Put him yeah. out. Just, just put him out. Yeah. Close if you're the wishing door. death upon him, just be like, I'm here now. Broom. All right. Time to go. No longer my hedgehog. So, uh, the, the story goes on. He, so he grows up, uh, and then one day his father is like going into town again, where all those assholes that made fun of him for not having a child are. And, uh, he tells Hans that he's going to bring him a gift. He says, he asks him what he would want. And, uh, Hans, my hedgehog replies that he wants bagpipes. As mm-hmm. uh, okay. yeah, <laughs> he's like, very, I'm going to German request. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm going to annoy the hell out of you. I'd like some bagpipes. Yeah. My presence isn't annoying enough to you. <laughs> I was going to say, you already hate my existence, but yeah. let's add this. Yeah. It's not enough. Uh, so his father comes back with bagpipes. And as soon as Hans gets the bagpipes, he leaves his family, quote, astride a shod cockerel. And he goes and he lives in the woods. Where do you okay. get the cockerel? Uh it just, I guess, is on the farm. This is like a side story. Yeah. You know, like like the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Like, yeah. where's this cockerel been? <laughs> yeah. Just chilling. What's, What's story? he been doing? <laughs> that's, um, that's later on in the book of so, 200 stories. <laughs> he goes to the woods. The cockerel tale. And <laughs> uh, depending on which version you're reading, he has either a pig farm or a donkey farm. And he spends mm-hmm. his days watching over his animals and sit, sitting in a tree and playing the bagpipes. Okay. Cut okay. to interesting. A few and years there later. he sat. <laughs> uh, 
there's a king who gets lost in the woods. Uh, mm-hmm. He's separated from his men, doesn't know where he is. You know, kings are useless. And they really are. He yeah. hears the sound of bagpipes. So he follows them kind of like <gasps> a musical number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say like in, uh, is it Ocarina of Time? I feel like there's a bit where you have to follow the sound of an ocarina to find yeah. someone. I could be wrong. So. Skull kid. Yep. Uh, so he's following the sound of the bagpipes <laughs> and then he finds a hedgehog man sitting up in a tree, uh, and completely unfazed by this, whatever monster mm-hmm. that he sees. He's just like, Hey man, do you know how I get back home? Right. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> just yeah. like, uh, and so Hans makes a deal a with the king. For directions. <laughs> Normal stuff. Yeah, normal. Okay, he makes He's a deal. Just, you know, uh, quote. He would show him the way if the king would promise in writing to give him the first thing that greeted him at the royal court upon his arrival. So the first thing that greeted him. Yep. So the first Uh-oh. thing that greets him when he gets back home. It's going to be a person. That's going to be Hans's. Hans's. What? What a weird request. Uh, what if it's the dog? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a chance he's willing to take. (laughs) Uh, The king, deciding with zero evidence that Hans is illiterate, agrees to this. But instead of writing what Hans said, he instead writes that Hans won't receive anything in return and gives that to him. So Hmm. Mm. uh, Hans gives the king directions home. And when he gets there, he's greeted by his daughter. And he tells her all about the deal he made with Hans, but is like, don't worry, I totally tricked him. And his daughter is like, that's fine. I would have never gone with him anyway. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> He's a weirdo. What a weird person you found in the woods. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a weird interaction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but luckily for Hans the Hedgehog, there's another king who is lost in the woods as well. And he also hears the bagpipes and he follows them and he finds Hans and he's also it's like completely. like a king convention? <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck? Why there's so many. He what also... happens to the buddy system? They just like. <laughs> <laughs> they let go of each other's hands? <laughs> oh no, what are lost? <laughs> there's so many kings loose in this forest. <laughs> uh, he. Also it's is like a field completely, trip. <laughs> completely unfazed by the discovery of Hedgehog Man. Okay. And just asks In him the for directions. The yeah. And Hans offers him the same deal, but this king doesn't trick Hans. So once again, King returns home, is greeted by his daughter, and he tells his daughter about the Hedgehog Man who helped him find his way home. And the promise he's made, and he's like, hey, I'm really sorry, but I guess you have to marry this Hedgehog Man now. <laughs> <laughs> quote for the sake of her father the princess happily agrees sure so okay. or because she would be murdered if she didn't <laughs> yeah let's, let's be not, let's be real let's gloss over that <laughs> yeah so eventually hans shows up to claim his promises so he goes to the first kingdom first so the king that tricked him and was mm. all like uh-huh. you don't get nothing he goes to that kingdom first um the, can he read have we figured this out he can read yeah all right, right. Read. He had a lot of time behind that stove learning how to read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the king has ordered his guards to attack Hans on sight. Uh, but Hans and his epic rooster mount just fly over the castle gate into the king's window and demand to be given what he was promised or he will kill both the king and his daughter. Wow. Okay. 
Moms don't fuck around. No. no. <laughs> From the start. The king like told worst the guards ever. <laughs> Can you, you imagine, imagine that fight? They're just there with like their bow and arrows. They're just like, oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I pictured like something like close to like the end of like Quest for Camelot, <laughs> where just like these dumbasses come in and somehow beat all of these people. <laughs> like ridiculous. Anyway, it's a great movie. You should watch it. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. What you have? Yes, you, you have. have. <laughs> you have because don't, Julie okay. and I have a quote from you while watching it that we bring up all the time. He's blind. <laughs> oh, <is> that movie. <laughs> <laughs> we got like halfway through the movie and she realized that. Yeah, the if, not main character. If but... anyone listening has seen Quest for Camelot. Marcy didn't know yeah. that the guy was blind until the moment when he actually brings the heroine to Camelot and then turns around and says, I can't go there because I'm blind. <laughs> so like three quarters of the way through the movie. <laughs> anyway. Whatever. <laughs> uh, the king told the princess to go out, go out to him in order to save his life and her own as well. She put on a white dress and her father gave her a carriage with six horses, magnificent servants, money, and property. I I assume the property is like in a written note and not like she's got land stocked on top of there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) She climbed aboard and Hans my Hedgehog took his place beside her with his rooster and bagpipes. They said farewell and drove (laughs) off. This was the second person? Yeah. This is the first one. Oh, The king thought that he would never see them again. However, it did not go as he thought it would. For when they had traveled a short distance from the city, Hans my Hedgehog pulled off her beautiful clothes, struck her with his quills until she was bloody all over. This is the reward for your deceit. Go away. I do not want you. With that, he sent her back home and she was cursed as long as she lived. Yeah. Yeah. Hans. (laughs) You got some issues, man. Yeah. Man. Hans then goes back, uh, then goes to the second Hans kingdom. Hans my incel. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we need to modernize Ooh. it, for sure. Hans <laughs> then goes to the second kingdom, where he is welcomed and escorted to the royal castle with honors. He meets the princess of this kingdom, who is horrified, but still agrees to marry him without much fuss. On their wedding night, Hans tells the king to build a fire and post guards at his door before he climbs into bed with the princess. Uh, he rips off his hedgehog skin, which is quickly collected by the guards and burned on a fire. <laughs> That's just morning, instinct. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like the guards. <laughs> the guards are just like, well, we know what to do. I guess he told them. Radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, The next morning, he lay there in bed entirely in the shape of a human, but he was as black as coal as though he had been charred. The king sent for his physician who washed him with good salves and bombs, and then he became white and was a handsome young gentleman. Hans and the second princess lived happily ever after. Okay, I don't don't know what I was supposed to learn from that. Uh, Don't Uh, try and trick a hedgehog? (laughs) Keep tabs on your kings <laughs> enforce a buddy system <laughs> yeah yeah don't let go of your king's hand <laughs> don't wish for children yeah i guess don't. there's a couple in there <laughs> don't wish for children or 
don't make fun of people if they don't have children. Yeah, like what? Yeah, like or, what? Like let's start at the beginning. I mean, yeah. I, think, first problem. I think the moral really is don't lie to hedgehog men. That <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seemed to be yeah, because they dangerous. could be a perfectly regular Result. dude under there. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's funny. That's that. I love how they just like. There's so many things that they just, like, I don't even know. They just kind of started doing that. I would have, like, like he sh- he's sheds his skin off and they're like, okay, we put it on the fire. That's what we do. We, we burn it now. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, he's all, like, ashy, so we better wash him. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like, what? <laughs> soap. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> Yeah. Well, he did call the physicians in. Yeah. Like it wasn't like the king was just like washing. <laughs> the king just like he has was... a sponge already. Yeah. I knew this day would come. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking weird. All right. Story number two. This one's called The Goose Girl. Well, ah. this, is, this is my story. <laughs> Get ready to take it personally. Uh oh. <laughs> there once lived an old queen whose husband had been dead for many years <laughs> sorry <laughs> continue you know as soon as I read that sentence I was like one of them's gonna laugh anyway uh, and she had a beautiful daughter when the princess grew up she was promised in marriage to a prince who lived far away when the time came for her to be married she had to depart for the distant kingdom the old queen, the old queen packed up for her many costly vessels and utensils of silver and gold and trinkets mm. also of gold and silver and cups and jewels. In short, everything that belonged to a royal dowry. Mm. For she loved her child with all her heart. Now I've just got the opening song from Swan Princess stuck in my head. <laughs> We're just like repping the Warner Brothers animation <laughs> studio. <laughs> this episode. Like they made two movies and we managed to actually no, they made more than that, but. They made more than that, but barely. We'll <laughs> like they made uh, like what's... five tops, and we mentioned two of them. <laughs> what was Anastasia? Is that Disney? No, no, that was Warner Brothers too. I think Warner Brothers, right? Yeah, I'll bring that one up later. <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody gonna get poisoned? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> she likewise assigned to her a chambermaid who was to ride with her and deliver her into the hands of the bridegroom. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the princess also right. goes out with a talking horse, horse <laughs> named Falada, 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 uh, and a magical charm <laughs> that will protect her as long as she wears it. Uh, oh, in some stories, okay. the charm is actually a piece of cloth with three drops of the queen's blood in it. <laughs> normal. Yeah. Normal stuff. <laughs> yeah. Totally normal. <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine getting that as a gift? Like, oh. You silver, you gold have. utensils, Thanks. and cups, and a chambermaid, and the stocking oh, horse, and, and this. <laughs> this little piece of fabric that I bled on. Here, wear it around your neck. <laughs> It'll keep you safe. That's right. Did she have to wear it around her neck? That's I, not written in there. No, I don't think. Oh, I, I thought she said she was wearing a charm. Uh, yeah, yes, the, but then. The charm is protects her as long as she's wearing it. But I think in some, it, the cloth, I think, can just be in her pocket. Okay. <laughs> she's got it like tied like a little bow tie <laughs> <laughs> yeah Weird. like a little ascot <laughs> yeah you just you got something on your 
Oh no, that's just my mother's blood. Don't no, that's it. just <laughs> it's a charm. <laughs> it's normal. This is all normal. Here's my talking me. horse. Anyway. <laughs> So the, the princess and her servant. <laughs> <laughs> the princess and her servant set out, and as soon as they leave their kingdom, the chambermaid decides that she is a hundred percent done with being a servant, uh, and she tells the uh, or sorry, the princess at some point requests that the chambermaid go fetch her some water, and the maid replies, "Get off your horse yourself and lie down near the water and drink. I won't be your servant." I mean, you are, but that's what you were hired to do. <laughs> so the princess anymore. does this. She's just like, oh, okay. Uh, right. And uh, she goes and she drinks some water. And then the two go back to traveling. So then the princess Awkward gets thirsty. Awkward journey after that, I think. <laughs> yeah. It's not quite the same energy. <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> So, uh, yeah. I thought we had an understanding. <laughs> the princess gets thirsty again. And once again, oh. she asks the servant to get her a drink. And once again, she gets sassed by the servant. So oh. the princess goes, where is Falada? <laughs> Does he have nothing to say? <laughs> oh, he's like, <laughs> he can't stand the tension between the two. <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> Staying so. out of this one. <laughs> Uh, so the princess goes to drink from the river, but this time as she leans down, the charm or the rag or whatever falls into the water and gets washed away. Uh-oh. Of course. The chambermaid then switches or forces the princess into switching places with her. So I don't know if she had a weapon or something or <laughs> like if that charm was just protecting her until this point, but uh, yeah. they change clothes and okay. uh, the maid takes uh, makes the princess swear not to tell anyone that they switched spots or she'll kill her. So okay. they ride into the kingdom and are greeted by the prince who thinks the chambermaid is his fiance and he takes mm-hmm. her to the castle with him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And while, while she's there, she tells some guy named Conrad. Uh, <laughs> some guy <laughs> named Conrad. Uh, that she's like, I, I have this maid that came with me. Go like find something for her to do. So Conrad tends to a flock of geese. So he takes the princess, who's you know just as a maid, and he takes <laughs> her to help him look after his geese. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, and now you're thinking the the talking horse might say something and be like, "Hey guys, these two women switch places because I guess the horse can't promise anything." <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't get sworn to secrecy. Uh, instead, the chambermaid tells the prince, uh, "Send for a knacker and have the head of the horse cut off." Oh, ooh, Falada! <laughs> so Falada gets beheaded, uh, but the princess, who that was her horse and she liked it, she ends up paying the knacker uh, to hang the horse's head above a doorway that she passes every morning so that she can see it. <laughs> She's messed <All> right. up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're wearing your mother's blood kerchief around your neck. <laughs> She's yeah. got some issues. <laughs> Quote, early in the morning when she and Conrad drove out their flock beneath the gateway, she said in passing, alas, Falada hanging there. And then the head answered, alas, young queen passing by. If this your mother knew, her heart would break in two. Mm. Mm-hmm. So. Just a little. <laughs> very poetic. What's, Con- what's Conrad's take on this? <laughs> 
Um, Conrad's <laughs> kind of a weird guy. I don't know. Yeah. He has no reaction to her talking to the horse head and the horse head right. replying. He's just got geese but, on the brain. Uh, when <laughs> I pictured him just lying like face down <laughs> to the ground with just like geese around him. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna lie. Just like in his own little world. <laughs> so while uh they're watching over their flock of geese the princess sits there and she combs her really really pretty hair and conrad stands there and watches her and is obsessed with her hair <laughs> okay so i wasn't where... far off <laughs> <laughs> no. so you're a chambermaid eh yeah. like, you got some odd habits <laughs> yeah uh, so he tries to steal her hair and oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the princess casts a spell to make his hat blow away. So he's about to, like, I don't know, cut off what? a lock is, of her hair or Mad something. Limbs? <laughs> she Jesus. casts a spell, his hair blows, or his hat blows away, and he goes chasing after it. And she's she's fine. Um, but he's oh, okay. kind of pissed All off. Right. <laughs> they just went on their merry way. Yeah, they still have a good she's working relationship. She can cast spells. So What's happening? Conrad eventually goes to the king. And tells him all about this weird goose girl who talks to dead horse heads <laughs> and has magic, apparently. Uh, and the king is very intrigued by this. So the next day he goes <laughs> and he spies on the girl while she's in the field watching over the geese. Creepy. Uh, he watches her go through the doorway. He watches her talk to Falada's head. And he follows her to the field. And then Conrad tries to steal her hair and she makes his hat blow away again. Oh, Typical. it's a repeat. <laughs> <laughs> this is her life now. Day two. Jeez. Another day in the field. What have what's the day that Conrad doesn't wear a hat? <laughs> How does that day play out? <laughs> Leaves his hat at home. Why would he not have a hat? Where, like, yeah. There it wasn't at a time where like you just didn't leave the house without a hat on. No. No. I mean it was if very you were gentleman like. Yeah. <laughs> Even for Conrad's. Yeah. So, okay, so what's the princess so take? The on king this? eventually gets the goose girl. He like brings her to the castle, and he's like, "You got to explain what's happening. Like, this is fucking weird. Tell me about the talking head or talking head. <laughs> Tell yeah. me about you. Why you're talking to the horse head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> explain to me the talking heads. Why is the suit so big? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's like, Tell "Why is it like, so catchy?" <laughs> Uh, tell me why you're talking to this horse head. What's with the your supposed magic wind stuff? And uh, the goose girl I, replies. Very valid question. <laughs> I'm not allowed to tell you, nor can I reveal my sorrows to any human being, for I have sworn under the open heaven not to do so. And if I had not sworn, I would have been killed. Mm. So he urged her and left her no peace, but he could not get any, but he could get nothing from her. Finally, he said, if you will not tell me anything, then tell your sorrows to the iron stove there. And he went away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why doesn't he just interrogate the horse head? <laughs> Maybe he only talks to like her. She's the only one that yeah can hear it. I think she's kind of loopy. <laughs> <laughs> she might be. So I wonder if Falada could talk at all. <laughs> Because, like, wouldn't he just say, like, no. like as soon as they got to the castle, wrong yeah. person. <laughs> yeah. But he let his head get cut off before he even said anything? Like, come on. He was yeah. like, I'm waiting for the right moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cut no. to him hanging on the wall. Still waiting. <laughs> it's just not right yet. 
so she crept to the iron stove and began to cry sorrowfully, pouring out her whole heart. She said, here I sit, abandoned by the whole world. Although I am the daughter of a king, a false chambermaid forced me to take off my royal clothes, and she has taken my place with my bridegroom. Now I have to do common work as a goose girl. If my mother <laughs> this, her heart would break in two. So. And he was just in the doorway like <laughs> cool things <laughs> i heard all of that by the way <laughs> you're so close so he was standing outside listening by the stove pipe oh yeah <laughs> it's like okay and he heard what she said and he came back inside the room and uh, he <laughs> asked her to come out of the stove well, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, you're stupid. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Come on, weirdo. <laughs> uh, um, and so then they dress, he's like, he believes her when she said into the stove. He's like, all right, that seems legit. So they dress her back up in her royal clothes um, and make her a princess again. So the king tells his son all about the goose girl and how the chambermaid stole her identity and they decide to punish the maid. Quote, a great feast was made ready to uh, ready to which all the people and all good friends were invited. At the head of the table sat the bridegroom with the king's daughter on one side of him and the chambermaid on the other. However, the chambermaid was deceived for she did not recognize the princess in her dazzling attire. After they had eaten and drunk and were in a good mood, the old king asked the chambermaid as a riddle what punishment a person deserved who had deceived her master in such in such a manner and then and then told the whole story, asking finally, what sentence does such a person deserve? <laughs> the false bride said, she deserves no better fate than to be stripped stark naked and put in a barrel that is studded inside with sharp nails. Two white horses should be hitched to it, and they should drag her along through <laughs> one street after another until she is dead. Wow. <laughs> Which, like... <laughs> <laughs> Not the best time to be creative <laughs> in such a <laughs> <No>. way. <laughs> Also, how long have you been thinking about that? Like, you're asked this oh, question. I'm with glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I have diagrams. Would you like to see? <laughs> In fact, I was just thinking about that because I'm really fucked up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's something that Joseph Stalin used to do. Uh, probably. Did he get it from mm. this? I'm wondering <laughs> if he did. Yeah. I read it in a book. It's very specific. <laughs> yeah. I read it in a book once. <laughs> <laughs> Talking horses exist, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you are the one, said the old king, and you have pronounced your own sentence. Thus shall it be done to you. <laughs> Damn my creative <laughs> mind. <laughs> Imagine him standing and pointing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, really long yeah. finger, like. Yeah, you. <laughs> After the sentence had been carried out, the young king married his true bride, and both of them ruled over their kingdom in peace and happiness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, end. <laughs> the end. What happened to Conrad? <laughs> oh, Does he still have still a hat? looking for his hat? Yeah, <laughs> still got his geese. He's in the, yeah, there's there's some loose ends here. Yeah. This would, if it was a movie, it would like show like the new king and queen in their window, and then it would like pan out for them, go over yeah. the kingdom, and then you would just see Conrad in the field with the geese. <laughs> yeah, chase, yeah, chasing his hat. And he's chasing still hat. there. Like she can do magic? We never even addressed that. And she uses it to make his hat blow off his head? Like there's so many other things that she could do. 
Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know. There's last a lot. One. <clears throat> okay, well. Last yeah. one I'm going to share with you for now. There's so many other ones. Oh, my God. This one's insane, though. <laughs> but how, like, that is such a, a violent end. Do you think the king at the time was just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, really. Like, it was just like, like you're picturing, like, you oh, did they, this to yourself. Yeah, it's like, oh, they should be beheaded or something. It's like, no, okay, here's what you do. You get a barrel. <laughs> you do a barrel. <laughs> you put some nails in it. You get a horse. <laughs> Holy like, fuck. What? Oh my god. <laughs> That's intense. Yeah. All right. Long ago, <laughs> at least 2000 years, there was a rich man who oh. had a beautiful and pious wife and they loved each other dearly. However, they had no children. This is a common problem that people have yeah. in these stories. Mm. So were they made fun of? No, not in this one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> sometimes it's okay, sometimes it's not, I guess. <laughs> Uh, however, they had no children, though they prayed or they, they, though they wished very much to have some and the woman prayed for them (laughs) day and night, but they didn't get any and they didn't get any. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) 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 Twice. (laughs) (laughs) It's a key component. (laughs) (laughs) Why isn't this happening? (laughs) I can't figure it out. I'm wishing for it. (laughs) In front of their ho- their house, sorry, I almost said horse. In front of their house, there was a courtyard where there stood a juniper tree. One day in winter, mm. the woman was standing beneath it, peeling herself an apple. And while she was thus peeling the apple, she cut her finger and the blood fell into the snow. Oh, said the woman. <laughs> you do. Oh. She oh. sighed heavily, looked at the blood before her, and was most unhappy. If only I had a child as red as blood and as white as snow. And as she said that, she became quite content and felt sure that it was going to happen. What? Okay. All right. So all these people are mentally ill, right? Like <laughs> there's a lot of that going on. It's like, so six what? months later, the wife becomes ill and makes her husband promise oh. that if she dies, he will bury her beneath the juniper tree. The next month, she gives birth to a baby boy. She was so happy that she died. Oh. Plot twist. Oh. <laughs> you don't really hear like, that very often. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy I could die. Oh. <laughs> oh. She meant it. She meant it. So her Holy. husband buries her under the tree. Okay. A while later, the husband remarries. His new wife has her own daughter, whom she adores, but she hates her new stepson. Uh-oh. Of course she does. Quote, she thought that he would always stand in her way, and she was always thinking how she could get the entire inheritance for her daughter. And the evil one filled her mind with this until she grew very angry with the little boy. And she pushed him from one corner to another and slapped him there and cuffed him there until the poor what? child was always afraid. Oh, my God. Wow. I think the wow. and the evil one filled her mind is, is like a reference to like the devil or devil. something. I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's no actual evil one in the story except for her. So that's yeah. an assumption. Um, huh. So uh, one day the boy gets home from school and the stepmother asks him to fetch an apple from a chest. So the boy opens up the a big chest. chest, leans in to get the <laughs> apple. And as he's leaning into the chest, the stepmother slams the lid down, chopping off his head. Oh, what? Psych. Okay. Uh, That's how Marcy's going to get somebody someday. <laughs> oh, just give me an what? apple. 
but also I'm just trying to think of like never mind what the mechanics of like him leaning in to get the apple but like just <laughs> yeah <laughs> Did yeah. I not mention no, stretch your, your neck. head from your neck <laughs> yeah. further out? Uh, there we go. So the stepmother yeah. does what uh, any reasonable person would do in this situation. Uh, she sits the boy's body in a chair, reattaches his head by wrapping a scarf around him, and then tricks her daughter into accidentally knocking the head off of the body so that the little girl thinks that she's the one that killed her brother instead of him already oh, okay. being dead. Oh my goodness. Right. You Sometimes did this. <laughs> to the daughter that you really like. Marlene said the mother, what have you done? Be quiet and don't <laughs> let anyone know about it. It cannot be helped now. We will cook him into stew. Oh. Just <laughs> Okay. The, the evil women in these stories are just like. Yeah. They're great. They make a lot of. Zero to a hundred. Yeah. yeah. Just yes oh and themselves God. out we'll of any situation. Into a stew. Wow. Uh, then the mother took the little boy, chopped him in him uh, in pieces, put him in a pot, and cooked him into stew. But Marlene stood by, crying and crying, and all her tears fell into the pot, and they so they did not need any salt. Oh, and, yeah, and crying it to taste. <laughs> <laughs> stories, stories it's, for children. Yeah, it's this must be one of the house tales. <laughs> Yeah, it must. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, um, when the father came home, uh, they tell him that the boy has gone to live with his uncle, and the father eats the stew. So okay, he, yep. he eats the son. Uh, Marlene takes the boy's bones and places them beneath the juniper tree. Quote, it? That's a shitty job. Then the juniper tree began to move. The branches moved apart, then moved together again, just as if someone were rejoicing and clapping their hands. <laughs> At the same time, a mist seemed to rise from the tree. And in the center of this mist, it burned like a fire, and a beautiful bird flew out of the fire, singing magnificently. And it flew high into the air. <laughs> it flew high into the air. And when it was gone, the juniper tree was just as it had been before, and the cloth with wow. the bones was no longer there. <laughs> When the LSD okay. kicks in. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Oh, shit. <laughs> so All right. the bird flies into town and begins singing a song. Okay. He sings. I love it. My mother, she killed me. My father, he ate me. My sister, Marlene, gathered all my bones, tied them in a silken scarf, laid them beneath the juniper tree. Tweet, tweet. What a beautiful bird am I. <laughs> That's a song and a half. Yeah. I mean... I've heard better songs. You didn't know how to end it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know how to end it. And, uh, uh, tweet, tweet. tweet. <laughs> I'm a bird. <laughs> so, a goldsmith. I was worried, but then he said he was a bird at the end. And I believe him. It was that tweet, tweet. I believe so. him. <laughs> I, I trust him. Uh, a goldsmith hears the bird's song and is so entran- entranced, he goes out and asks the bird to sing it again. The bird replies, I do not sing twice for nothing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tip, please. Yeah. (laughs) Tweet, tweet. (laughs) So the goldsmith gives him a golden chain. The bird sings his song again and then flies off with the chain clutched in his right claw. (laughs) Baller. (laughs) Yeah. He sees a turtleneck. Image. So next, <laughs> the bird flies to a shoemaker's house where he sings his song again. The shoemaker also is like, what a great song. Sing that again for me, bird. Uh, and the bird is again like, no, pay me first. 
Uh, yeah. So this time he gets a pair of red shoes. Oh, okay. So the bird flies Obviously off. Obviously a good present for a bird. <laughs> with the red shoes mm-hmm. and the gold chain. <laughs> and he lands at a mill where he sings his song again. And all the mill workers are entranced and they ask to hear his song again. And the bird tells them to give him the millstone and he will sing his song for them. So they give him the millstone and he sings for them again. Hmm. Why is he carrying all this? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, okay. When he finished singing, he spread his wings, and in his right claw, he had the chain, and his left one, the shoes, and around his neck, the millstone. He flew uh-huh. uh, far away to his father's house. Slowly, and- I imagine. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> 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 barely keeping Fly, your like, jagged movements. Was, was it Tappy Bird? That little, like, just... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. I don't even remember that's called. Flappy Bird. Oh, well. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, da, da, da. So his father and mother and Marlene are sitting around a table. And the father said, I feel so contented. I am so happy. Not I, <laughs> said the mother. I feel uneasy, just as if a bad storm were coming. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the dad is just so oblivious. Yeah. It's like, so I'm so happy. Everything's great. I love my life. And Marlene is just in the corner. Such a dad move. (laughs) And Marlene is still crying. (laughs) She's got a bucket's worth. Then the bird flew up and seated itself on the roof. And the father said, Oh, I feel so truly happy. And the sun is shining so beautifully outside. I feel as if I were about to see some old acquaintance again. (laughs) Not I, said the woman. I am so afraid that my teeth are chattering and I feel like I have fire in my veins. (laughs) that's <laughs> yeah, the guilt and she tore open uh-huh. her bodice even more Marlene oh my god sat in the corner crying never heard such smut <laughs> <laughs> then the bird seated itself on the juniper tree and sang <laughs> his little song my mother she killed me the mother stopped her ears at stopped her ears i guess is like this yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't really stop yeah, covered him yeah um uh, stopped her ears and shut her eyes, not wanting to see or hear. But there was a roaring in her ears, like the fierce, the fierce storm, and her eyes burned and flashed like lightning. My father, oh my he God. ate me. Oh, mother, said the man, that is a beautiful bird. He is singing so splendidly, and the sun is shining so warmly, and it smells like pure cinnamon. It's what well, <laughs> that ended really weirdly. <laughs> yeah, we even for this story. <laughs> also, I love how like. Like the dad is just like completely like guilt free. Like he feels great. Like yeah. he's just like completely rejuvenated. Like he ate his child. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <Dico. laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, I feel awesome. I'm gonna lift up this rock. Like <laughs> it's like yeah. picks up a boulder. <laughs> what was in that stew? So continues. Where's my kid again? <laughs> yeah, my sister Marlene. Uh, then Marlene laid her head on her knees and cried and cried. But the man said, I'm going out. I must see the bird up close. <laughs> oh, don't go. Said the What's woman. wrong, Marlene? <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful day outside. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. His energy is, <laughs> it's, yep. it's kind of great. In a weird way. <laughs> Don't go, said the woman. I feel as if the whole house were shaking it on fire. But the man went out and looked at the bird. Uh, <laughs> all right. Back to the bird still singing. So my sister Marlene gathered all my bones, tied them in a silken scarf, laid them beneath the juniper tree. Tweet, tweet, what a beautiful bird am I. 
With this, the bird dropped the golden chain and it fell right around the man's neck. So exactly Whoa. around it, it that it fit beautifully. Then the man went in and said, just look at what the beautiful bird, what that beautiful, ugh. just look what a beautiful bird that is. And what a beautiful golden chain he has given me. How nice it looks. Oh, wow. Tweet. Just when I thought I couldn't feel any better. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's just coming up me. Yeah. Accessorizing. <laughs> And then we got the shoes next. Probably. But the woman was terrified. She fell down on the floor oh. in the room and her cap fell off her head. Then the what? bird sang once Cats? more. <laughs> cap with the <laughs> <laughs> I need you to respond because I heard cat. Oh, cat with a B. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to need an answer on this one. Sorry. Both of us heard cat. Sorry. I was trying to figure was out like, how to read. She had a cat read. on her head this whole time. No, a cat. Well, that could have been problematic. Yeah. Maybe contributing to the issues. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my head's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> So bird keeps singing. Okay. He says, my father or my mother killed me. My father, he ate me. Uh, my sister, Marlene. Oh, said Marlene. I too will go out and see if the bird will give me something. And then she went out. <laughs> um, just picture her like, <laughs> just, just immediately like gone from crying yeah. to be like, I'm going to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Marlene's got some of that stew so, energy. Yeah. <laughs> Big stew energy. <laughs> <laughs> you missed my joke in the hedgehog one when oh, he no. busted into the castle. I said big cockerel energy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that like at all. It must have cut it's out. Okay. It must have cut out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Dang. he gives Marlene. He gives Marlene the red shoes. Uh, she puts on her on the new red shoes and danced and leaped into the house. Oh, she said, I was so sad when I went out, and now I am so contented. That is a splendid bird. He has given me a pair of red shoes. No, said the woman, mm. jumping to her feet with her hair standing up like flames of fire. I feel as if the world were coming to an end. I, too, will go out and see if it makes me feel better. And as she <laughs> went out the door, <laughs> and as she went out the door, crash, the bird threw the millstone on her head and it crushed her to death. The father yep. and Marlene heard yep. it and went out. Smoke, flames and fire rising from the place. And when it was was over the little brother was standing there and he took his father and marlene by the hand and all three were very happy and they went into the house sat down at the table and ate the end her yeah did ate they make her. another stew or do they yeah, have they like ate leftover her i don't think him they got a taste for it <laughs> <laughs> this is a problem yeah wendigo doesn't yeah stop. exactly <laughs> i think there was like some transforming that happens like i think her body is gone what? Yeah. Right. Is it like he the, took like her place? Yeah. Is it like the end of Hereditary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like anyway. this is gonna be a weird wow. relationship now. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some fun yeah. stories, right? <laughs> oh my god! Ew, For children. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's it you don't definitely have changes it. the dynamic. <laughs> I don't have to? Okay. No. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're aware of yeah. that. Yeah, you can edit that out. <laughs> like last time we were making the notes. Just edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thanks for telling us some stories, Elsa. Yeah, that was that great. Was ridiculous. They're insane, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Rockin' Robin. Yeah. Well, what was he? No, no, no. He wasn't a Robin. He was... What kind of bird was he? Does it say? Just, just said bird. Just said bird. Oh. 
<laughs> He's a bird type be. of bird. <laughs> <laughs> he must have been a pretty big bird if he was carrying all that stuff. Carrying a millstone. Yeah. yeah. If the millstone crushed her, then how did he carry it? I feel like I feel like the first he was feel like the first story was about a half hedgehog person, (laughs) so we probably shouldn't (laughs) take them too seriously. Also, there was a horse that talked. Ripped his skin off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Also, there was a talking horse. (laughs) I pictured there's always a talking horse. I pictured the one. Have you seen Disenchantment, where there's just like that one horse that just laughs? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what I pictured that horse to be. I don't know why. It's I love like, the idea that it's a talking horse, but like it's still just a horse. Yeah, like it's still it. just pulling the carriage, yeah. but he can talk. But like and he's like not, not like all special. the time. It's like it's <laughs> like, like in, almost in not Lord at all. of the Rings. In Lord of the Rings, when Gandalf is like, "Ah, Shadowfax, the king of the horses," and then like, just what? jumps on his back, and you're like, "But he's a king. <laughs> but he's the king." And yeah, like, of we're course, not but he's still my horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Like, well, cool, Gandalf." <laughs> I feel like if it was the horse of a king, it would be like, "Okay, we're good." But like, yeah, I mean, Gandalf. Obviously, awesome, there's like, like a relationship there, and there's, but I mean, no. it's just like, it's just like, don't put a relationship on it. That makes it weirder. <laughs> No, like how like he's like helping kind of oh, thing. Yeah, Gandalf yeah. needs help, and he's like, "Here, I'll get you from A to B." Um, but like again, king of the horses, but it's still just a horse. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just a really pretty so white weird. horse. <laughs> it is very pretty. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you, Allison. Let's <laughs> forget about that. I do another one. There's um, so many like insane stories in the yeah, Brothers yeah. Well, yes, please. definitely do part two. I love just them. They're so fun. weird. It was good to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm yawning. Yeah, Marcia's going to have Okay. She drank too much wine. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook, all Odd Sisters podcast, and send us an email and rate us on iTunes and oh, give us yeah. those stars. And then say something nice or just say something, you know. If you give us five stars and then say you suck, I don't really care as long as you get five stars and you say something. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get a bunch but, that just uh, are like five stars and then just something underneath <laughs> so that really helps us and we would really appreciate it yeah that would be really nice okay uh have a fun day everyone <laughs> or evening i don't know or morning sleep whatever sleep. you're doing have a fun sleep, sleep. <laughs> i hope you have fun sleeping. maybe you have some weird dreams after that yeah probably about birds yeah. and horses, <laughs> geese, and hedgehogs. Hedgehog. Hedgehogs riding cockerels. <laughs> Weird. That's okay. A- Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ew. It, what? She's still recording. Ew. So. Ew. Yeah. Press the button. Hold Ew. On. <laughs> She's probably just going to hang up again.